This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager here at WZIP. Willie is not with me today, but Juan Contreras is. Juan is a professor of practice here in the School of Communication. He's also the general manager of ZTV. Welcome. You've been here before. I, I sure have. This. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> We're going to be talking specifically, obviously, a little bit about ZTV. We're not going to let him go without that. But um, more pertinent at the moment is the UA Film Festival, and that's coming up really in just a few days. And that's why Juan stopped by to let us know all about this film festival, which really has an interesting connection. And I'll, I'll let you go ahead and talk about it instead of me stealing it. But you know, this is really, it's not just a film festival. It's, it's a cultural exchange as well. Absolutely, and I think that's the what makes this a very uh, interesting opportunity for people to sort of experience, and certainly for our students. Uh, we have the opportunity of uh, not only showcasing uh, work from University of Akron students, but uh, we've also partnered with uh, students from Henan University in China, and they are going to get the opportunity to also show their films here. And at the very end, we'll have a discussion panel where we'll get to have an exchange of ideas. So we'll actually Zoom, uh, have a Zoom meeting with China. So we'll Zoom to China, <laughs> if that's the, uh, the appropriate way of saying that. Uh, we'll Zoom to China and we'll talk to the students and we'll sort of like uh, exchange thoughts and constructive criticism on each other's work. And uh, so I think that's kind of cool. I, I have the, I've had the opportunities of having uh, cultural exchanges in the past, and I, I think that always brings uh, new ideas to the table. And uh, what better way to to do that? And maybe they'll get uh, you know an interesting perspective from our students on on their work. Is there how will that work with? I, I guess you anticipate any language barriers. I yeah I I am hoping that the language barriers are not going to be there. I will we will have. Uh, uh, a couple of colleagues that will speak Chinese in case we, we need somebody to uh, translate uh -huh. uh, back and forth. But, um, you know, to be honest, the, the more interesting part has been to sort of like, uh, uh, you know, put subtitles on. That's, <laughs> on that's all what the I was words. wondering yeah. as far as actually watching each other's films, there's got to be subtitles involved, I would think. I mean, honestly, we're not taking care of uh, how they're subtitling the work over there. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, certainly they don't have access to YouTube over there because uh, China has uh, very strict content policies and mm -hmm. on what they filter through into the country um, through the web. So we are uh, we're sort of uh, struggling a little bit with the uh, translations, but we're muddling through. Uh, what would be really fun is to see, like, if you were able to read Chinese and read the subtitles of the of your works, to see how close it matches, you know, you know how sometimes you read subtitles, and it doesn't. Oh yeah. It doesn't quite work. I mean, you get the gist. Right? No, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I'm English as a second language, so I can definitely yeah. relate to that. And I remember when I was uh, learning English, I would uh, listen to the sound of. You know the audio of a movie in English, and then also put the English subtitles. And you know that for me that was like a a way to learn more effectively just because I could read it and I could listen to it. But a lot of times I would notice like, wait, that's not what he said. You mm -hmm. know, the, the subtitle didn't match um, or, you know, things like that. And spe but especially from English to Spanish for in my case, it was like sometimes the, sub the, the translations were 
uh, were not done properly, or they also miss the cultural references, and that's oh, yeah. maybe uh, a higher concern. So, but once we're done with the translation, we're going to run it by. Uh, the people from China that can mm -hmm. sort of like check it and see like yes that's correct no this is this probably should be changed. What kind of um, productions are you offering? So we actually have two, uh, one documentary and we have a Halloween special that are uh, uh, that are going to uh, be shown at the festival and then from China we have a series of documentaries. Okay, now the documentary that. Tell me about the documentary that, that we produced here. So the documentary came out of a class. Uh, it was a sort of one of those uh, experiential learning projects between Excel Center. Uh, and it was a, a very interesting project because Excel got involved, the history department got involved, and then we got involved in the School of Communication. Uh, so basically a professor of history, Dr. Marta Santos, she... Uh, wanted to teach the history of salsa dancing, uh, but she also wanted students that had no experience with salsa dancing to learn how to salsa dance. So she brought a, uh, a, a, a salsa teacher from the community, and they both taught her on the historical perspective and him on the dancing perspective. Uh, the students all about salsa, literally all about salsa. <laughs> And uh, and we were there to sort of like capture it and turn it into a documentary. Uh, so the the end product uh, turned out to be for one of our classes. It turned out to be about uh, you know like a twenty seven minute documentary. Okay. And then you said the other one. I forgot what you said it was already. It's a Halloween special done right. by a ZTV production called Akron After Hours, and uh, the the short is called. Uh, I was going to say Allegiant, <laughs> that's not right. Uh, but we'll talk about that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's called Duality. And uh, it, it's honestly um, it, it, very cinematic. Akron After Hours is a sketch comedy show in ZTV. But uh, the some of the producers have sort of like turned it into, yes, it's still sketch comedy, but we're going to make it very cinematic. So it's almost like watching short films. And this one definitely has that uh, that cinematic feel. I'm not sure if it has the sketch comedy component to it, but they did a really nice job doing a, a Halloween story. Well, it's probably going to be easier for the people in China who are watching to pick up on those dramatic elements more than it, because I think comedy is a lot harder to translate, probably. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. it's, I guess it's probably, that's probably one of the reasons you selected this as opposed to some of the other choices, because it, it would probably translate a little bit easier than, you know, than some other things. Yeah. And, and, uh, also, they, their faculty and their group were, were the ones that, out of everything that we submitted, they were the ones that selected, you know, we want to watch the, the salsa history and the and duality. So, okay. Uh, so, I yeah, you're Halloween, right. About is that. Halloween at all significant in China? I don't know. I, I wish I could tell there you. There are people <laughs> listening who are like, oh my gosh, you are so. Anyway, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know either, in fairness. So, uh, so yeah, but that, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I think that's definitely a, a, could be a reason. We had, for example, a couple of our submissions had, a, a, you know, very intricate stop motion animation that also combined digital animation. Uh, we had somebody who did like uh, animations with Legos and they called their, their shirt the Lego Anomaly. And uh, we submitted that. And I mean, to me, that was really, really cool. It was nominated for 
uh, Student Production uh, uh, Emmy Award, and uh, and I was surprised that, that that didn't get picked, but maybe it was like all the all those references and lots of references to American pop culture, superheroes, and stuff like that. So that could be. You mentioned Akron After Hours. That's one of several um, programs produced by the students of ZTV, and you said that one's a that's a sketch comedy show. What are some of the other shows? So I, not, I realize they're not part of the film festival, but sure, yeah. Oh, we have uh, we try to cover uh, lots of different topics or production styles in ZTV just to uh, cater to what the students might be interested in learning. So we have news, we have sports, uh, we have a geek culture program, we have music arts and entertainment, uh, we have a YouTube series that we could produce with the University of Akron. Uh, and which one am I missing? The science and history shows. So we have seven different uh, distinct programs. And uh, they're, uh, as I said, they're going to cater to not only different audiences, but also from the student perspective to different, uh, you know, different interests in terms of uh, career paths or uh, what students want to learn from the technical perspective of video and television production. Mm -hmm. All of them I can see on YouTube, right? Absolutely. If you were to go to our website, ztv.uacron.edu, there are uh, links to all of our social media channels and uh, all of our YouTube accounts where you can uh, check out all the content put out there by the students. You mentioned a few moments ago Allegiant to None. Um, it, that stemmed from Akron After Hours, correct? Explain what that is. Correct. Yeah. So one um, one of our uh, one of our teams, Akron After Hours, they sort of I don't know if the, it was maybe the pandemic that they thought that they, they still needed to do more, especially a couple of them that were graduating. And so they asked me, hey, can we pr produce some, something over the summer? We have kind of like an ambitious project in mind. And I said, like, well, sure. And so they decided to do, I thought originally it was going to be like a full-length feature, but it, it's, uh, it's about 40 minutes in length. And it's an action story about a CI agent that is sort of like forced to go rogue. And, uh, and yeah, they, uh, they did like, you know, everything from casting, shooting, editing, everything done over the summer. Um, and uh, it's, it's really, really good. It's well written, uh, great cinematography and special effects. You know, and that kind of thing too is, is uh, much harder to produce, I think, than some of the other shows in that it's, the writing uh, is so important and it's, it's not... There's not a lot of that you can do in the studio. I mean, I know they were out all over campus and beyond campus, you know, doing this. I mean, it involves the scripting and it involves a lot of, you know, like costuming and, you know, things like that, that, you know, maybe some of the other shows don't have to go to quite that much trouble for those particular things. It was, it was to come up with 40 minutes, you know, I know that doesn't sound maybe like a really long time to some people, but a 40 minute show like that or movie that's a lot. That's a lot of work that goes behind that. Uh, oh, absolutely. It's it not like it's a talk show. What yeah. we're doing here, I mean, we, <laughs> if this is 15 minutes long, it's going to take us exactly 15 minutes to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I will say, even compared to the other programs in ZTV, Akron After Hours definitely is, uh, a, can be a lot more time-consuming because, as you said, they have to do the writing, they have to scout the locations, they have to get permissions if they need them, they have to then show up and they have to uh, record the action from multiple 
multiple angles and then they have to come back and edit that and it's uh it's fast paced when it comes to that even and and tons of work but i always tell people that also has probably the fastest learning curve in ztv just because uh of how the students are sort of like forced to learn quickly mm -hmm. uh just to the due to the nature of the show but um but yeah, they. I honestly, I love it when students sort of like are that ambitious and they want to do a an ambitious project over the summer. And it, this one worked out really well. Now the UA Film Festival. Um, it says you're on the flyer, and I, I think you mentioned this briefly. The 2380 Film Club. It's not just ZTV and Henan University, but also 2380 Film Club. What is the 2380 Film Club? So the 2380 Film Club is the film uh, film club film organization on campus, and so that's completely student-run, student organization. It started uh, It started about, f I want to say, 14, 15 years ago as the 2380 Project. Uh, and their aim was to sort of like create a, a full-length feature film every academic year. And because it's a student organization, sometimes depending on what the group of students that are running it, it sort of like can change focus from mm -hmm. time to time. So they've done from, they've gone from feature films to uh Short films, short film festivals uh, hosted by uh, at the Nightlight uh, Theater in downtown Akron. Uh, they've and if sometimes it's gone turned more into like a film appreciation club. Uh, so now they they are actually doing uh, tutorials on how to actually shoot uh, footage on on actual film reels instead of digital. So, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, we have one of our members uh, is uh, it really likes shooting in sixteen fil uh, millimeter film, and he has a collection of cameras and uh, and whatnot. So he does he, he does tutorials and shows people how to do this the old fashioned way. Huh. So it's it's a it's a really cool club. It doesn't it usually doesn't have more than uh, maybe a dozen students uh, that are consistently involved. But uh, we partnered, uh, ZTV partnered with 2380 to do this, and, uh, and we reached out to the folks in Henan University to uh, bring this festival to campus. So, Does Henan University have, um, I, I guess, are they, do they focus much in, in film production and that sort of thing? Do you know? Uh, it's definitely one of their focuses. In fact, uh, the, the, the films that we're showing from the students in Henan University, these are graduate students in film production. So that's going to be also interesting to sort of like compare uh, students that are in an undergraduate program with uh, the, the work from, mm -hmm. uh, from grad students. But I mean, I think uh, production-wise, there might not be as, much, uh, as many differences. I think thematically, we're definitely going to see uh, some considerable differences there too. But it, there's also the cultural factor on that. Too. Right. Um, you said that, that the faculty at Henan University selected what you know, US productions would be would be used. So then did you help select what we're gonna be seeing? Yeah, yeah. I definitely was one of the the people involved in, in that process. Was it a difficult thing? I mean did you have a lot of choices or would one or two things really stand out? Um, no, it wasn't as difficult. I think uh, also in their case they're the they literally sent shorts over to us, so uh, we didn't really have to take much out just because of the time frame that we have. Uh, we're going to dedicate a whole hour to the U, uh, University of Akron productions and then a whole hour to uh, the Henan University productions. So 
with uh, with the amount of time that we we have, we were able to fit most of the mm-hmm. submissions in. Now, if, if somebody's listening, if they're not a student here, not an employee of this university, can they still participate in the film festival? Can can somebody else come? Absolutely, they uh, the festival is open to the community, so anybody who wishes to attend can do so. Uh, not a problem whatsoever. And that'll be on the 28th, 5 to 10 p.m., kind of late, but there's a reason. There is a reason. <laughs> so uh, there is a 12-hour uh, time difference between the U.S. and China. So uh, if we were to start at 5 p.m., uh, we would be asking the students in China to <laughs> sort of join our pa- panel at 5 o'clock in the morning. So we're going to start the panel at 8. Um, and in reality, it probably will will last until about 9, maybe 9... 30, but, you know, we want to have that wiggle room depending on how the conversation goes. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's the reason why. So that way, you know, we're kind of like joining them at 8 o'clock p- uh, at night here, 8 o'clock in the morning in China. Mm-hmm. And people can just show up? People can just show up, and if you show up, uh, especially at 5 o'clock, you'll probably still get food. <laughs> There'll be food, <laughs> popcorn, um, you know, treats, and then we'll have a panel uh, composed of not just students, but uh, we'll also have a local filmmaker that uh, will be part of that. So it should be an interesting, fun time. All right. More information, ZTV at uakron.edu. Thanks for joining us. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM. Z-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A